Hi everybody, I'm your host Guillaume Cauchois and you're listening to a new episode of Tapis Rouge. Today's shout out goes to David Erezuelo, the beautiful stage manager of Luzia, who for the second time this season was the first one to find out our guest today, Morgan Tisserand. Well, they worked together on two Cirque du Soleil shows, so I guess it wasn't too hard for him to find out. Morgan and I go way back. We were in the same class at Cirque School, we're both from France, and we are both duotrapeze artists, so we understand each other. Morgan was one of my first friends to get pregnant and come back on the Cirque du Soleil show as a new mom. I thought I'd reach out to catch up and ask about her crazy journey into motherhood as a professional artist. So here she is, the super mama, Morgan Tisserand. Morgan, welcome to Tapis Rouge. Thank you so much. I'm really <laughs> glad to be here. Yes. Where are you right now? I'm in Spain, Spain. Uh, close to Alicante and Valencia. Nice. So you're performing on Luzia right now? Yes, that's right. I'm doing a dance trapeze and pole dance on Luzia. Nice. The dance trapeze under the rain? That's right. I'm the backup act, but like still doing it a few times a week. And I believe this is not your first Cirque du Soleil show. So can you take us from the very beginning? Yes, of course. Uh, I've been contacted by Cirque in 2015 while I was working in a GOP in Germany. And they wanted to add uh, more circus in their show Love in Las Vegas, the show about the Beatles. Mm -hmm. So me and my trapeze partner, Pierre-Antoine, we signed for a contract for uh, a year for 2016 in Vegas to join the show. Mm -hmm. And we stayed, we stayed there for a year and a half until the uh, middle of 2017. Okay. So in GOP, it's um, a famous cabaret company that have different cabaret shows all over Germany. So you were going from yeah. cabaret style to Vegas. Exactly. Like this is in Germany, like a big thing. They have like maybe six or seven theaters all around the country. And it's uh, really popular in their culture. They just go, they have some drinks and eat while they're watching the show. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, going from there to Vegas, what was, of course, a bit different, but it was fun. <laughs> and so you were part of the revamp of Love. Yes, so how exactly. was that process creatively and like bringing your act there? How did that go? It was nice because when we arrived, they were still performing the old show. And uh, we were there for maybe two weeks watching the, the old show and training. And then we had like a three weeks where the show was stopped and we could like all train together on stage doing the refresh. Mm -hmm. uh, they bring Dominique Champagne, who was the metteur en scène from this show. Director, and yeah. he was there yeah, to do the revamp with us. And for us, it was like really nice working with all the team. They were really listening to what we were like thinking about like trapeze wise because we knew more than them, of course. Mm -hmm. And like we were listening to them. It was like really a, a good teamwork. Mm -hmm. And what song were you guys performing on? It was the song Yesterday. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. But it's like a really short song. I think it was like two minutes and a few seconds. Okay, it's a short act. It's a short act. We, like, we arrived with our six-minute act and they were like, yeah, so you guys are going to do two minutes and we want you to do like one minute on the floor, one minute on the trapeze. So it was like, bam, bam. 
<laughs> crazy one yeah. minute on the floor one minute in the air yeah <laughs> and so how was that to like shrink all your contents at first it felt a bit weird because like we had so much more that we could like offer to the audience but then i feel like we just went with it and actually doing 10 shows a week was pretty nice to do just like a short act yeah yeah i bet <laughs> yeah and how was it to work on the beatles music like i think that's that's a pretty special it must be a pretty special experience i feel yeah it's really fun actually yesterday was my favorite song of the beatles so i was really glad we got this one mm. and it was super nice because like usually in Cirque du Soleil show the people that come they come for the circus but you could see that half the audience were coming for the Beatles mm -hmm. so you could really see like the fans and it was pretty touching oh yeah it's true I never I, I, I guess I didn't think yeah. so much about that and do, do you could you feel a difference in the audience reaction overall in the show like let's say if com compared to like if a strong act would perform or if like a hit of the Beatles would arrive. Like yeah, it was definitely about the Beatles, this show. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Even if the show is really good, like the people were coming, like they knew all about the Beatles song, all about their lives. So they could really like refer to the show, like they could see the Beatles grow because we have kids in this show mm -hmm. that plays the Beatles when they were younger. And like, I saw many people cry. And like in other oh. search show, I haven't seen many people cry in the audience. <laughs> That's amazing. Indeed, uh, I, I saw that uh, Paul McCartney yes. uh, came to visit as well. Yeah, when we, I think it was when we did the reopening uh, after the refresh, I believe he came here and he talked to us and he's like super chill, really like, like he doesn't seem like he's a superstar. Like he's really chill. He talks with you. He's super nice. It was, it was a great experience. Mm, and what did you think about the show? He really enjoyed it. And he said he actually really loved his act, our act. So we were mm. super proud. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's amazing. Because during the act, there's like a huge projection on the screens of him playing yesterday when he was like super young. So he mm. was kind of like a trio, not like just a duo trapeze. Mm -hmm. So it was nice for us to hear his feedback. Oh, that's so nice. It's like you're working with him on stage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. And... Did you have other Beatles coming to visit? We had Ringo and we had also um, Yoko Ono, the oh. wife of... John Lennon. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how were they when they came to see the show? They were chill too. We haven't seen them much, like not as much as Paul, but they, they seem really happy to be here and like happy with the show too. Nice. And you... Guys performed on the show for one year. We resigned for six months, so we did a year and a half. Year and a half. And after yeah. the six months, why didn't you resign for? Because we, contract? it was like a really nice contract, but we were still young and with no kids yet. So we wanted to travel more and being in one place was like, kind of like not working for us at this moment. Mm -hmm. We just wanted to like, keep traveling, discovering new culture and new countries. Mm -hmm. So we left thinking that maybe one day we would be back and mm -hmm. we left to just go work. We went to Japan, to uh, Portugal, back to GOP again. And mm -hmm. then we went on Crystal, the ice show of Cirque du Soleil. Oh, nice. It feels like that's another very special Cirque show because like love is really about 
the Beatles and then Crystal has this ice element that is also super special. Yeah. Could you talk a bit to us about that, about the the ice element and how was it to perform on Crystal? For me, it was like, it was really new because I'm a trapeze artist and I also do end to end. And this contract for me was like pretty much just end to end on the ice. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not a skater. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not so good. And we all had to skate at some part of the shows, like do, do, do cues on skates and do the, the finale and bow on stage with the skates. So it was definitely a challenge. And I had like every week I had like a skating lesson to keep progressing because like I was obviously not the best. <laughs> <laughs> But it was fun and like adapting to uh like the acrobatic skill on ice was for me the hardest challenge because like the porter they have to wear big gloves because the flyer they have shoes with crampons like we have to have knee pads because we slide on the ice so it's like a lot of props that you have to like think about when you try and like backstage mm-hmm. with your like uh, sportwear it's like super easy but then when you get on stage on the ice with all this like equipment it's different for sure yes, for sure and it's cold and it, yeah that was my experience it must be so cold also like you yes. train in the cold always yeah like. that's that's the, the thing uh, like i really love this show the the cast and crew was amazing but that's the thing i'm not missing is the the cold for sure <laughs> <laughs> and the the whole show is on ice all yeah, the time everything is on ice uh everyone has like either skates or crampon shoes and the only one that does not have This, I think, is the duo and to trapeze. They are barefoot, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. it. That's they're the only ones. And what's the backstage like? It's so we use three quarter of the ice of the mm-hmm. arena. Then there's like a, a big wall which is the decor decor of the mm-hmm. show. The set, yeah. The setup, yeah. And behind, so we have a little bit of ice to put the props and just like to skate through the stage. Mm-hmm. And usually we kind of have like one or two blue mats to train and warm up. Just and they're on the, the ice? ice. No, behind. Yeah. Behind. Okay. But a few times we had them on the ice because the arena was too small. Oh my god! It's, that must be yeah, crazy. It's a small backstage. And it must be so it's cold all the time because you're like it's, on, yeah because they have yeah. to like I'm not sure about how many degrees but they have to like leave the arena at a certain amount of like degrees like a certain mm-hmm. temperature because if not the ice would be melting yeah <laughs> <laughs> which would be a oh show but yes. yeah <laughs> uh yeah so it was cold definitely like i remember like even when i did the um, backup and to trapeze so a mm-hmm. few times i did this before i got pregnant and uh like it's a seven minute act like with end to end and uh Uh, trapeze mm-hmm. and like i was not sweating at the end of the act like i was not hot i was just like normal oh my god yeah you must but warm up pretty hard though. Like, yeah you have to <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's crazy and so how far how many years did you do crystal for uh i actually only did six months because i got pregnant but i was supposed to do more <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, yes <laughs> and so how was that that was it a decision of you yeah. and your husband boyfriend yeah he's my fiance he's also he was also with me on crystal he was doing the straps act 
And uh, yeah, we were trying for many years before that. Well, I mean, many years, like we mm -hmm. tried for a year and something and didn't work. So we like kind of took a break and started again and it worked after a few months. So mm -hmm. we were super happy. The plan was for me to leave the show because they were going to uh, to Mexico and then back to Europe. We were in the U.S. and I mm -hmm. had like a kind of like some complication with the pregnancy. So I had to really stay like chill and not do yeah. anything, no travel, nothing. So I was planning to go back to France and Jerome to keep doing the show until like one month before I was supposed to give birth. Mm -hmm. And actually the day he came back to France to see me one month before I was supposed to give birth was the day that Crystal closed because of COVID. So for us it was kind of like a good timing. And actually I gave birth two weeks after so it was a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as an artist and as a, an acrobat, how do you make that decision to, to get pregnant, to stop the shows, to go through the pregnancy with that special relationship you have with your, your body? Like how, mm -hmm. how is that decision comes into play with your career and everything? I felt like we talked about it so much for like many years. And like now we've been together for more than 10 years, but, I feel like if you don't say, okay, let's do it now, it's never the right moment to do it because there, oh, there's this contract coming and I'm doing a new act or a new character. So like, I really want to do it, but then there's always something coming up. And like, for me, having a kid was like more important than everything else. And like, it's super nice because we've seen if you get pregnant, pregnant, like, you know, that when you are ready to perform again you can come back mm -hmm. to the show so it's like a mm -hmm. safety for uh, the family and you know you like they still pay you the insurance still pay you like a part of your salary during the pregnancy pregnant, mm -hmm. which is like a dream because i think there's really a few circus company that that provides yeah, you for sure money yeah. during your pregnancy so so we're like okay i think it's the right moment and actually mm -hmm. it was yeah so like you said that on a personal level you were ready to take a break you are at yeah. peace with what you accomplished as an artist exactly to that point yeah. and also you were in the right environment because you were working for circ and they had that safety net the insurance coverage exactly. and everything to allow yeah. you to take a break be pregnant and then you knew you have the opportunity to come back yeah exactly it was like i felt like it was a good moment and i felt like it was not like just okay let's do it and we'll see what happened like we mm -hmm. had the plan in mind we were going to get this, have this baby, then wait five months and go back on Crystal because they were coming to do a tour in Europe. Mm -hmm. So we're like thinking about going back with them and just going back touring, but like obviously didn't happen because of COVID, but yeah, like that was the plan. Yeah. How did it feel for you to go through pregnancy? Because acrobats, we have such a sensitive relationship with our bodies we work we are so close to our bodies we feel everything we're used to you know pain and being tired and everything so how we with all that how did you experience going through pregnancy i feel like at first i was like the first few months i was just super nervous because like i've heard there are like so many things that can happen the first few months like miscarriages and like it happens a lot so mm -hmm. i felt like i was so happy and but I, I, I didn't want it to get too excited because 
like I wasn't sure it was going to go through the end of pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Then like it just went, we passed the three months and then I had like many things that I had to like, I had to inject myself with blood thinner every day for like the whole nine months. And I had to get like a little surgery at four months pregnant. And like, anyway, I had to stay on the couch pretty much all Mm -hmm. of my pregnancy. And I think that was the hardest part of Mm -hmm. going back to acrobatics after because like I see so many circus artists that had like a normal pregnancy and that could Mm -hmm. train even like just stretch and like work out Mm -hmm. a little bit, do some yoga. And then when they Mm -hmm. started again, of course it's a big change in the body, Mm -hmm. but it's still like doable for me, not doing anything for like nine, nine full months because Mm -hmm. I stopped that two months and a half. And then after I gave birth, I started again, maybe like one month and a half, but really slowly. Mm-hmm. And I was not allowed to stretch to do anything. So like going back was such a struggle. It was really hard. Yeah. Because the reason of performing with Cirque, doing all the shows, is like your, your body is like 150% all the time. And then you go from 150 to zero. Yeah, exactly. Completely. It's, it's crazy for, for so long. And like, I'm like a flyer. So I'm like 45 kilos usually. And I, and by doing nothing and getting pregnant, I gained like 15 kilos. So I was like 60 <laughs> kilos, which was like really huge for me. <laughs> so like the, the weight was pretty okay to lose, but like, for example, just going on like a stand on my partner on the floor mm-hmm. just to be able to lift my butt up in the handstand took me like one month to be able to jump into a handstand wow, and one crazy. month like every day just yeah. struggling with like and doing exercises and Jerome was like pushing me and like helping mm-hmm. me with like exercises but like not too much because like the body is just also so weak that yeah. you don't want to do too many crazy things but yeah. Was it a time when you, during the pregnancy or like right at the beginning that you were afraid that you could not come back to perform? I was not afraid, but I knew it was going to be hard. Like I knew I was going to be able to redo everything I was doing before, but I knew it was going to take time. Mm-hmm. I also had this deadline of like after the birth, we had five months to go back full shape and go back on crystal. So I was like, okay, five months, like, I think it's doable. And it gives me like motivation to like push Mm -hmm. myself. So it was kind of like a a good, I think, amount of time to be able to go back. And I remember like after uh, maybe three months and a half, we were like doing end to end. And it was like, like almost what we left before pregnancy. So it was not too bad. Okay. And how did you manage? So first your body has to go through the recovery of, the delivery and you're going through that recovery plus in the same time you're retraining yourself and you have a baby yeah like that's also (laughs) like how did that all go together like how do you go through that intense training recovery and figuring out how to be a mom well that's the thing you're right it's like it's so new that like you know like you you want to be prepared and you think you will be prepared when the baby arrives, but it's like never the case because it's your first baby and it's not like what you're reading in the books. Uh, I felt like for sure that was the hardest, like if I had like a, 
uh, four hours a day saying like, okay, I take two hours in the morning and do my stretching two hours in the afternoon and train. But it's like, you just train when you can. And it was <laughs> yeah. like, I was breastfeeding. So it was like with me, like 24 hours a day almost. Yeah. And, uh, it was not taking big naps. He wanted to take naps with us. So it was for sure hard to find some times to train, but we managed to make it work. Like if he was like, just cause we were in Spain, it was sunny, like staying in the garden and like staying, staying uh, like for 20 minutes asleep. We were just like doing a little bit of end to end for 20 minutes. And just like when he was asleep at night or we made it work at night during the, during the night when you were like, sleeping, not night, but night. like, like a uh, late evening. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you have to find some time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy because I mean, I just had a baby too and you're so tired and especially in nighttime, like uh, I feel yeah. like after during the first, like what, four months after six, you, you're like, you're like, okay, oh, know, even, even for me, it's like time to go to sleep. So to uh, go and push yourself to do, to exercise and go through all that struggle during that time. It's crazy. Yeah. Right? I mean, it was not every night, but for sure some nights, like, we're just doing like a little bit of conditioning because like we didn't have time to train during the day, for example. And like mm-hmm. five months can be long, but it also can be short if you have to go back to full shape. Yeah. So we had to do some sacrifices. Yeah, exactly. It's choices. You choose right. to do this instead of like watching a movie or do this yeah. instead exactly. of just like rest. Yeah. And how long did it take total? So like from the moment, from the moment the baby arrived to, the point you said now I'm, I'm, I'm back. Yeah. I would say four months and a half, four months. Yeah. But I was, because it was the pandemic and most of the things were closed. And when we are, we're staying in Spain, there's not really a place to train IRO. So I was mm-hmm. just focused on handstand and end to end. And actually it was okay. nice because I was going back doing end to end on crystal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say four months to be able to uh, feel good in hand to end and feel safe and feel strong okay yeah i i trained iio a bit later but it was pretty okay too our partner in this episode is circus talk the online career marketplace for circus and the performing arts circus talk is the new thing that is great for our international circus community It is an amazing information resource, bringing news, events, and industry trends to us, professionals working in the field. What also makes Circus Talks amazing is their first online casting platform that connects talents and talent seekers in circus and performing arts. If you're a talent seeker, you can finally post jobs and auditions in a professional and transparent way, instead of using social media accounts. There are already over 28,000 artist profiles on Circus Talk that talent seekers can search while talents can find jobs and apply to them via the Circus Talk platform. You can get your first month free on both Circus Talk Talent and Talent Seeker Pro membership by using the promo code TAPIROUGE in one word. So go to circustalk.com, sign up to Pro and use the code TAPIROUGE to find your spotlight with our partner, Circus Talk. All right, guys, a little side story now. 
Back in 2014, I hurt my back training backstage before a show. The pain was so intense, I couldn't put my socks on, sit for more than two minutes, and obviously it took me out of the show for quite some time. I followed a strict core rehabilitation program, and after six weeks, I got back on stage. But I kept having recurring pain. So I started to educate myself about core anatomy, rehab training, and pain science. I wanted to understand why am I doing all these exercises if the pain keeps coming back. The more I was learning, the more I understood I had to change. I started switching exercises, tweak some techniques and executions, and also completely changed my perception of pain. After a couple of weeks, on top of reducing considerably my pain level, I was feeling so much stronger, which increased my confidence to move and better perform on stage. My life overall was so much better. Finally, I was pain-free and not scared to hurt my back again. I had a lot of artists and athlete friends who saw that happening and asked me, hey, what did you do for your back? And I thought, I could put it all out in a clear and clean way, instead of always pulling random videos on YouTube and giving quick guidance. So I reached out to all the best doctors, physiotherapists, and performance medicine specialists whom I met touring, and asked them to help me develop Protocol Cut to the Core. Protocol Cut to the Core is the first rehab and strengthening protocol for back or hip pain that also includes a comprehensive course in core anatomy, biomechanics, and pain science. It is approved by doctors, physios, and performance medicine specialists from five different countries. If you are suffering from acute or persistent back or hip pain, you can find protocol Cut to the Core on our website at cuttothecorefitness.com. When movement is an issue, movement is the solution. And now, let's get back to the show. From this point, what happened with Crystal and how did Luzia came into the mix? So, of course, a few months before, uh, we were supposed to go back in September 2020. And in, I think in June, they told us that like everyone got like... Uh, Stop laid off. Stop their, yeah, laid off. So like we knew they were not gonna start again, and we knew we had to find other plan. We got lucky because we got contacted by a, a company in Switzerland to do mm-hmm. two months of shows in a like a spa because they have like mm-hmm. really huge spa there, and they wanted to do like a night show with like a projection and stuff like this, and they wanted artists from Europe to do like hand to hand close to the pools. So okay. we're like, yeah, sure. Let's go. Like we haven't worked for a while. It's literally <laughs> what you've been doing, training hand to hand by your pool at home. So it was exactly. like the contract was exactly the same. That was made for us for sure. <laughs> so uh so that was our first experience the back performing after pregnancy and going on like doing shows with the baby. But it was really nice because they, they were providing us a nanny. Oh. So yeah, we, we got super lucky. Uh, we were doing only four days a week and it was the show where it was twice uh, at night but it was like 25 minutes show so it was okay. really okay the act end to end act was maybe like three four minutes it was chill so it was like a smooth transition into going back to work you had the 90 yeah. lo- a bit lighter show load and- yes 
and we were supposed to do two months and a half, I think. And of course, after a month and a half, they were like, okay, you guys can go home. COVID is back. <laughs> so we went back home. And I think for me, that was the hardest part because like winter were, was coming. We didn't know what was next. And like, I kind of like lost my motivation to train. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think this was the hardest part. And I think in, we got, contacted by Lucia like later like mm-hmm. like a lot of months later maybe like May the year after mm-hmm. okay. yeah that would make sense and at first we were only supposed to do the first city London because they they take more people because there's a lot of shows in London mm-hmm. and I was supposed to just do pole dance and cues and Jerome straps Mm-hmm. And then they realized I was also able to do dance trapeze and that the original guy, the straps guy, Ben was going to mm-hmm. leave after London. So, uh, after we signed just for London, maybe like three weeks, one month after they called us and it was actually the, the senior AD of crystal. And mm-hmm. she was like, crystal is going back on tour. We really want you to go back with us. But if you want, you can also have two, full-time position on Lucia. Wow, it's amazing. We were so lucky. Like, uh, I was not expecting that at all. And, like, after two months of pandemic and, like, having the luxury to be able to choose between two shows with me and my fiancé, it's like, I was like, wow. And and we told her, like, we really love the cast of Crystal. And if he was in Big Top, we would have gone there for sure. But now with a baby, like the decision is like just too easy to make. We have to go to Big Top because I don't see myself in hotel changing city every week with a kid. Yeah, arena is tough on families for sure. Yeah. So we went to Lucia. <laughs> And so how has that come back to performing? Because now you're you're back to full shape, you but you're going back to tour with a baby so did you were you always sure you wanted to go back performing after having the baby and how was that transition of going back on tour yeah i felt like i wanted to go back for sure but having like good conditions for him to like not like i would not have go back to like a maybe like a small traditional circus in caravans like where mm. it's like dripping in the t- tent or like mm. um I felt like I wanted to go back to performing, but I also felt like I have done everything that I wanted to do in my career, mm-hmm. which is like doing big festivals and like having like solos in, at Cirque du Soleil. So mm-hmm. I was like really happy with what I've done. And at first when I was only supposed to do pole dance was like a group act and cues. I was really fine with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like I need to be like the star of the show. And like, yeah, I'm really happy to be back on stage actually. And And that was enough for me. And being able to do it with my family was the most important. Yeah, for sure. Then when I got the trapeze uh, act, which is a trio because there's two uh, steer wheel on the floor, mm-hmm. I was like super happy. But for sure, when we signed, like the main point was like, okay, we have to organize everything so that Swan, our son, is going to be like good and feels like he's at home. Mm-hmm. So that was the the hardest part to like organize with the nannies and. So how do you plan like for people who may not be familiar with what tour life is like? How 
how do you organize things with a child? So for the we did two months of rehearsal in a, in like a small city in England, which is like three four hours from London. Mm-hmm. And for this, we couldn't find anyone in the cast, like a, a wife or or a husband of someone, because we didn't knew the people. And I still like started to write to the people, but like I couldn't find anyone. So what we did was like put a message on Facebook and like a lot of people shared it. And we found this girl, she's like a student in France. She's 21 years old and she loves to do like au pair kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So she was willing to just go with us to the UK, take our second hotel room, be there and keep so during the day. Of course. Because you're two two artists on the show, you each have your own room. room. So you would be able to like, stay in one room and have the nanny yeah. stay in the other room, which is a huge saving in your expenses. Yeah, of course. So we had the nanny in one room where the three of us in the other room, it was like, usually we get like a hotel apartment with a kitchen, mm-hmm. but this was like a small city and there were like no hotels such as a, a apartment hotel. Mm-hmm. So we had like a basic hotel. So we bought like a microwave and some uh, hob to cook in the room. We were like, <laughs> <Yes>. gypsies. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. interesting, <laughs> but we made it work. And like, so one was like uh, 20 months when we arrived mm-hmm. and like they adapt, they don't really care. It's more for us. Like we want them to feel good and safe, mm-hmm. but like he was happy. He was sleeping in the same room as us. He was like seeing us a lot. It was like, it's fine mm-hmm. for them when they are this young. Yeah, for sure. And when we moved to London, we had two nannies. They were like doing half and half uh, of the day of the week. Okay. One was the girlfriend of an acrobat in the show and the other one was the wife of a musician. Okay. So like people from the cast and crew that yeah. you knew. Okay. Yes. So it's super nice. Uh, the girl, the Flo is the girlfriend of the acrobat. She's from uh, Quebec. Mm-hmm. So she speaks French and English to Soan, which is great. And Catalina, the wife of the musician, she's from Colombia and she was speaking Spanish to Soan. So it was like, it's, it was just perfect. And after a few days of these girls taking care of Soan, Soan, we were like much relaxed mm-hmm. because we knew like he liked them and they were like super chill with him and everything was going well. So at least when we were at work, we could like, just like yeah, focus on the show, say, like focus on the show because yeah, that's the thing. Could you bring Soan backstage? No, because he was at the Raya Albert Hall. Uh, nobody's allowed backstage. Okay. No visitor, no parents, no family, never. Okay. So of course that was tough, but we're going to the big top now. And uh, they told us that they're allowed in the kitchen. And mm-hmm. Yeah. For now, I think because of COVID, they're still not allowed backstage, but it should probably change soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, for sure, I mean, I've done Big Top my, my whole career and for sure for family, it's so, it's much easier it's because much as you say, and, week, and you have like, you can have, you know, in the kitchen, you have couches, you at some point, we even had like a TV and stuff. So really you can mm-hmm. all hang out there and, you know, you, they can make coffee and tea. They can have a little snack there. It's going, it's comfortable and right. it's close by. It's super nice. And even if you're in between queues, it's right there. So in between queues, you can just run to the kitchen. You can just go and, yeah. and so it's, it makes the whole, and of course, Sunday's family day. So it's like the brunch, all the, yeah. Fa- yeah, and all I don't know if it's like that on every show, but on Totem, on Sunday, you had no limit of how many people can be backstage during the show. 
Oh, so you would have nice. like all the wives and husband, all the kids backstage during the okay. during the whole day for the two shows. So that makes also that's so cool. Yeah, yeah it makes uh, like it makes a big difference. Like uh, at the hall in London, when we had three show days, we had to leave the hotel in the morning at nine twenty, mm-hmm. and Swan was still sleeping, and we were coming back at eleven. He was not sleeping because we were able to like push back his uh, sleep schedule, so we mm-hmm. could see him a little bit. But like we saw him like half an hour during the day, and like it, it, it was like thirteen hours and a half at work. Crazy. So, yeah. Wow. So you must be happy to be done with London as well. Yes, <laughs> actually, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad. I mean, the the theater was amazing and really beautiful, but I think it's going to be much nicer in the big top. Yeah. Did he come to see the show yet? We he saw it three times. Oh. <laughs> he was so cute. Like. There's like a lot of like puppets of animals in the show mm-hmm. and like this uh, running woman with huge uh, butterflies, wings. So he loves animals. He was crazy. Actually, I was surprised because it's like two hours and a half with the intermission. Mm-hmm. And he stayed the whole show on the lap of his nanny. And he was like really focused on the show. Oh. Even like when he was like not so focused, she was like giving him snacks and he was like back <laughs> focusing on the show. <laughs> Then he saw us do the acts. So he uh, saw me do the trapeze under the, the rain. The, the rain. And he was like saying, Mommy, shower, trapeze. Oh. <laughs> so it was super cute. <laughs> and then Jerome was doing the strap act in the little like pool with the jaguar. Mm-hmm. So that was the highlight of the show for him. Oh, it was really God. nice. I got I was nervous when he came to see me perform. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> because like I knew like even if I mess up a move, he would never notice, but like still I don't know. You're thinking he's gonna give me notes after the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so mom, I have feedbacks for you. <laughs> anyway, that was nice, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. And so the and so he adapted completely to that that new schedule, that new life, like yeah. being in, you know, packing suitcase, going and yeah. traveling, he's fine with it. And as you said, like we are two artists. So like in London, we had like this uh, like apartment. It was an hotel, but like with two rooms and like a couch in the living room and a small kitchen. Mm-hmm. So he had his own room. He was like sleeping uh, like on a double mattress on the floor, mm-hmm. which is like so nice for him because when we left home, he was like in, still in like this crib. Mm-hmm. So uh, like I feel like he, in four months, he, he grew so much. And like now he's like, talking to us sometimes in Spanish, sometimes in English and in French. Oh, and it's so like, cool. it's going to be two years at the end of this month. So for me, it's just really crazy. And just, I just hope it keeps going that well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, all the kids that I've seen who followed the tour for a while, it's always so amazing. First, yet first to see how socially advanced they yeah, are. Like they, sure. they are aware to interact with adults with other kids in in a different level they're not shy no, they're sure. not shy and there's much more independent too very early too and the language for sure is amazing to have them being able to speak different language even That's, to just understand yeah. sometimes yeah 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 you're it's right it's amazing do you guys think about how long you guys want to tour with him so for now we have a contract until june 2023 mm-hmm. the show will stay in europe in different countries, but mostly Spain and Switzerland for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we don't know. Like we were at first, we were thinking maybe we stop after because he's going to be three years old. And uh, in France, school has to start when you're three years old. Mm-hmm. 
but there's also a French juggler in the show. He has a daughter. She's going to turn six years old and they're doing homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's really doable. So now we're like, oh, maybe a little bit more. <laughs> For yeah. sure, it would depend where the show goes to. But yeah, we might stay a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, if you have <clears throat> different kids on the tour too, you can even yeah. pull together, put, put money together. together and have like a tutor coming and teach mm. on the kids Yeah, together. actually, that would be nice. Because there is like, for now, there is a, a two other little boys. One is two months younger and the other one four months younger. Mm. And I think there's also a little girl, she's coming just in Barcelona now and she's maybe two months older. So they are like four that are pretty much the same age all from different countries, which is nice. Too. Yeah. It's amazing. So, yeah, so they, can, they can have friends. They can travel together, yeah. go to school together. It's, it sounds yeah, like you guys true. have the that, perfect that setup. That be really cool. Yeah. So let's see. I'm not sure when they're going to ask us if we want to stay or not, but it might be, in a, it might be soon, I think. Yeah. Because then, like now you have the tour plan for Europe. And... After that, where would the show go? I don't remember. I'm we don't know yet. They, they they haven't they haven't told us. I think they they do not know. Okay. Or maybe they know some stuff, but it's not confirmed, so they don't want to say it. I'm not sure. Mm, yeah, because I guess I'm trying to think where would be places. But they haven't been to Asia. Yeah. Yet. They when they closed, they were in Moscow, and they were supposed to go to the Canarian Island. Yeah, I know because we we were there. We were the first show to go to Gran oh, Canaria, and we and were they there were the for, second one. Going. Yeah, and it was the thing like we were there for like three and a half months. It was super long, almost four months, Ooh. and it was a test for the hotel to try having a Cirque okay. show because it was paired with a resort. So like people who would come in the hotel, they would automatically have access to the have oh. shows and everything. And That's nice. Yeah, how, how did it work? It's so good. The, the show was packed all the time oh, like it cool. was really i think we were always like around like 75 be, between 75 and like 96 percent like all the every That's show cool. and okay. yeah and for us it was amazing because we were living in the resorts and we had access to like it was all, like super close to the the so tent it was not super close like you still had to have the shuttles but you know we had okay big rooms with like access to the buffet the pool was oh, right nice. there the beach was right there okay, yeah. and it's Grand canaria nice so oh yeah it was i think it was for sure one of the the highlights of my oh, career yeah. this moment wow, that's nice and then told us they said oh the, the client is super happy and they want to bring they're talking about bringing Lucia for six months next year. And when they what? said this, you were like, what? Six months here? That's crazy. It's going to be the best. But I don't think it's in the plans now. The rumor I heard was Korea and then later on Australia. But that's mm-hmm. just rumors. Uh, I've never been to Korea. Elizabeth, my wife, she did two, okay. two shows there and she loved it. But That's Aust- what I heard. Yeah. But for sure, Australia for kids would be a fantastic tour because it's yeah, yeah, the weather is super nice. I mean, you have to be careful with the the Snakes. bugs. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but you have you know the beach everywhere and like the, the tour plan. If it's the same tour plan that they did previously with all the shows, it's the mm-hmm. cities are always super family friendly. You can walk okay. everywhere. It's oh, really, really nice. It's just like for me, like in like 
it was nice in the plane with Sohan. It was just like a direct flight, two hours and a half. And he was really excited. He was saying like, avion, avion. Mm. But like Australia is like maybe like 15 hours, 16 yeah. hours. <laughs> so like, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure right now. I imagine myself with <laughs> kids. Yeah. And, and with your son, how many suitcases do you travel with? So we had like one big suitcases each and a small one. We tried to pack light. Mm. But of course, we bought so many things when we were in the UK. Like we bought him like a scooter and like so many toys and clothes. So we were so glad when they told us there's a luggage truck going to London, mm -hmm. uh, from London to Barcelona. So we le left like a lot of stuff and bring back a few of them just to change because we had winter clothes and now we're going to take summer clothes. Yay. So nice. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I have one last question for you. Uh, if tomorrow aliens would land on Earth, how would you explain Cirque du Soleil to them? Oh my God, I was not expecting that question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do they speak the same language as us or do I have like to do a little demo? It's in your own universe, whatever you feel like. Okay. Well, first, I would think I'll do a little acrobatic demo. And they'll okay. probably be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll try to explain that we are also like trying to uh, reach the skies and the stars. Oh, <laughs> Something nice. like this. Yeah. Is it cute? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a great response. I love <laughs> that it. That would be my answer. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for coming and chat with no, me. It was my pleasure. And I wish you a great training and safe and successful Come back on stage. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. See you soon. Pretty cool, huh? It really is crazy what the human body can do. And left alone circus bodies. If you're looking for more info about parenting in a circus context, there is a group on Facebook called Parentalité, Maternité et Cirque est possible. It's mostly in French and run by the world-famous high-wire walker Tatiana Mosio-Bongonga. It has a lot of different articles, resources, and you can also leave your questions there for all circus parents to answer. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please take a little moment to give us a good rating and review. It really helps the show growing. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CircusTalk.com, or wherever you're getting your podcasts. Now, friends, that's it for today. Tune in next week. If you're having shows today, rock the casbah, let yourself shine, being mailed. And as we say in the circus, see you down the road.